0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Battle City Broads, our Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, where we talk about every episode of Toei's original Yu-Gi-Oh anime for now, uh, and plenty of other Yu-Gi-Oh things along the way. I am Ellie, and I'm Jenny, and uh, we are kind of in a hurry, so we're gonna like blaze through this episode a little bit because um, we've had a really like tight uh, time recording. But um, this is a this is an entertaining mm-hmm. episode. I, I really this I enjoy this one. This is one of the ones that I was looking forward to. So, so we're not going to do anything else up top. But I think we're gonna have fun talking about this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. So um, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive right into it. Um, this episode is uh, yeah episode ten of the Yu oh anime. It aired on June sixth, nineteen ninety eight. And it is titled "The Pressing Beautiful Teacher: A Secret Mask." It is not that secret a mask, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, we open up with basically our introduction to the the main villain of this episode, uh, Chono. Sensei, Miss Chono. She is like. The meanest teacher at Domino High. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very beautiful, but she she's Mean. You can tell she's a mean.
1: She's you. You can tell she's a mean hot because she has a beauty mark. That's true. Yeah. That, that's not just an anime trope, but that's definitely like mm-hmm. a, a like a very consistent trope. She's got the the beauty mark of uh, bitchiness.
0: Yeah, if you have a beauty mark, um, like on your face, it, it makes you evil. Uh, I c- It makes you hot and evil. I can confirm because this is true of me as well. So <laughs> I am also hot and evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so she but yeah, she's like, she's got a beauty mark. She's got lipstick. She's got hair that's like curled at the end. She's just this. Yeah, she has like a, a very green again, this anime uh, toy animation has has never heard of a muted color palette so she has this like violently green um <laughs> power suit on mm-hmm. and um we first see her she's like taking away a student's little keychain charm because she's like um that's against the rules students aren't allowed to have personal accessories which is a such a bullshit rule
1: that's ask- that's that's so like proven untrue in past episodes too with i mean the
0: whole thing was like they were like digital pets they were like keychains you would think yugi would have gotten dinged for his giant gold pendant <laughs> that is the millennium puzzle <laughs> i think
1: it'd be very funny if they're like yugi's a good kid He gets beaten up every day we're and he's a midget in our universe so we're just gonna let him get away with this even even this bitch mrs chono is like all right there's no fun in picking on somebody who's already down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's just um, uh, double standards because it's a... The, the student that she's taking the thing away from is a female student. So maybe mm-hmm. it's like how, how much the rules are enforced.
1: Oh, she definitely seems like... They definitely build her up as the kind of uh, like woman who's going to be harsher yeah. on girls out of jealousy or some weird prove-herself-the-alpha-female. So Yeah,
0: like I can't relate to this no-personal-items thing as in American school, high school students... What what this made me think of was teachers who would check dress code at the beginning of every period, mm-hmm. and they would make you stand up and like your 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 shorts can't be longer than like your fingertips when put to the, your side. Yeah, yeah. Which American high school dress codes are so bullshit. But mm-hmm. yeah, did you ever have a teacher like that who was like really really strict on little rules that didn't matter? Honestly, no. Yeah, who was
1: really chill. Honestly, we struggled from a bit of having teachers who like clearly didn't give a shit enough, like a (laughs) physics teacher who was Mm. like, uh, we're just going to watch Mythbusters every day for class. And we had to take tests. And I was like, I don't know shit about physics, because it turns out watching a TV show with two men who hate each other. Um, attempting to prove like some random legend of the day it doesn't actually give you an elementary understanding of the basics of physics
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had a teacher who didn't give a fuck and it was my junior year creative writing teacher uh-huh. and she literally just would sit there and do fucking nothing at all and then only give us an assignment like every three weeks so me and my friend Rebecca just chilled And um, halfway through the year, she quit and um, she was replaced by one of the other school English teachers who was then immediately like okay, we need to catch you guys the fuck up and basically tried to squeeze two semesters worth of creative writing into one semester because we hadn't done anything for the entire first semester. And it was like so intense. I actually liked that class, but I was literally doing more work for that class than any of my other classes. And it was like a standard level class and I was in all APs otherwise. Mm -hmm. It was so insane. Oh, and the useless teacher lost half of the class's previous work. So the new teacher was like, Ellie, where are all of your other assignments? And I was like, well, I mean, I turned them in. And she was like, I have no record of that, though, because the other teacher just fucking lost them. That's the fucking word. Okay, I would
1: hate that. Oh, my God. I didn't
0: have to redo anything, fortunately. But that's probably one of the worst teachers I've ever had.
1: My only other one is my one of my English teachers who actually wrote one of my letters of rec, and she was one of my favorites. But she's a perfect example of, like, just didn't give a fuck when, like, things happened. There was this couple that had, like, a super bad breakup earlier in the school. Year, my sophomore year, and basically mm-hmm. they just like brought it with them every day to English class. Oh, god. One day we had to act out the different casts from Brave New World, like different cast systems, mm-hmm. and she was in a lower cast so he could order her around. And uh, she ended up like dumping like food waste all over him. Oh, my god. Uh, and, and the teacher was just like laughing the whole time. But I wanted to say, for some reason, I, I've always thought this, but the, now that I'm talking to you, I can say this for some reason, whenever I remember events just in that English class, I literally remember you being there with me. This is not the first time. (laughs) What? Like, for some reason, you've psychically placed yourself in the memory of only my sophomore English class, but literally before (laughs) I have, like, either told stories or, like, done this and been like, I think Ellie was there. And then I'm like, wait, that's literally not possible.
0: (laughs) I was astral projecting. Just now
1: I literally was about to tell you, and I was like, I think you might have been there. And then I was like,
0: no (laughs) Jenny this is one of the weirdest things you've ever said to me and I love it (laughs) (laughs) you you're like I don't know I was like looking into the future you would have loved that
1: class though I I know we need to keep going but one last story is we also watched the Hamlet where uh it's like the one with like Mel Gibson in clothes where um Hmm. he kisses hit her and she's playing his mom and mm-hmm. all I remember is I, everybody was watching the screen, but I happened to be watching Mrs. Bender. Mrs. Bender, hope you listen. to
0: this one Ms. Shout out to Mrs. Bender.
1: And literally at that moment, everybody, of course, starts yelling because it's, you know, incest and stuff. And I happen to be looking at her and she just gets the biggest grin on her face. Like she's just sitting there like, oh, wait, you can't see my face. You, listeners, you can't I see my can, face. But I can this, see your face. It is a jokerified <laughs> grin. Which just proves to me that she just lived to sow chaos. And I'm happy for her.
0: Good for her. Yeah. So Miss Chono, on the other hand, she lived to sow chaos in the school in the most negative possible way. She's more of a chaotic evil. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we are introduced to Mayumi, who is like this girl who shows up. She is an anime only character, basically. um, She's kind of cute. She has like scraggly dark green hair. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it turns out that she has a crush on Junochi. So she comes up to Anzu and Miho and she's you guys you hang out with Genochi, right and she's kind of like you can't tell anybody but i like Genochi, and i want to get him a present to ask him out basically okay. and so she asks anzu and miho what is Genochi into what stuff that he likes and this i love this okay so miho is immediately like well he likes porn videos <laughs> and then miami's like well i can't give him that as a present respect the honesty miho great
1: miho moment
0: have you tried pornography yeah so um, Anzu's like well why don't we ask Yugi he's chill he, he won't tell so Yugi gets to be like honorary member of the girl gossip squad so yeah so she's like Yugi what does Jinouchi like and Yugi is also immediately like oh he likes porn videos <laughs> <laughs> which, which is very funny I re- that I,
1: I love that I can't believe they didn't use this to establish episode continuity and go with yo-yos, but I guess they were trying to leave that behind. Fair enough.
0: Mine's like, no! And then Anzu's like, okay, well, not something like that. Something that a girl could get him to express that she has a crush on him. And for half a second, Yugi is like, oh my god, does Anzu have a crush on Junochi? And then Anzu's like, no, 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 it's not me! (laughs) Just immediately like, I I would rather die. No. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Love that. I just, I, I really like this whole part because I just teen romance shenanigans. This is a lot more endearing and fun to me than anything that has to do with Honda and Biho, mm-hmm. which is the only manifestation of teen romance shenanigans that we've had so far. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Yugi says uh, that Jenochi likes games. That's his second thing on the list after porn, mm-hmm. which I mean, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, so why don't we go to you know, my family game store and maybe we can pick out something good. They all go to the game store after school and um, they basically tell grandpa about this. And Yugi's like, do you have any good ideas of something we can get? Mm-hmm. And um, grandpa's like, oh, I have the perfect thing. Oh, and he says, this is what I used to ask out your grandma when I started dating your grandma. And I was like, ah, because it's just a little scrap of um, Yugi family lore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always hoping for it. Because usually, literally, or just see grandpa. So I was like, oh, literally anything to prove that Yugi dad? Where's your dad, Yugi? That Yugi didn't spontaneously generate from grandpa's brain like Athena from the head of Zeus. He found him in Egypt. (laughs) Just like (laughs) everything in grandpa's life. Also, presumably,
1: RIP to Yugi's grandma
0: yeah I'm, I, th- I think they say at some point that she has passed away mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure at least in the manga it might have been like an addition in the English version but at one point grandpa's in danger or something and he says something like I wasn't ready to like join your grandma on the other side like yeah that the grandma is dead uh where are we at oh, oh I didn't actually say what what the thing was (laughs) it's a it's a jigsaw puzzle blank white jigsaw puzzle and the idea is that you write like a love letter a love confession like with a sharpie marker you write on it and then the, the person that you give it to they have to put together the puzzle and then it reveals whatever your message was which like I don't know is this like a real thing i don't think it's a real thing but i like it honestly i think it's actually yeah, pretty cute i love puzzles though
1: so like uh, to me this would honestly be perfectly aimed at me if there are any hot ladies listening to this podcast who are going to be in the dc area and are looking for a girlfriend and would like to woo me
0: please simply <laughs> drop a jigsaw puzzle outside the door
1: <laughs> with a message i think that'd be fun or i might call the cops <laughs>
0: Um, So at this point, we cut over and we see uh, Chono-sensei, the mean teacher, who um, I didn't mention this earlier, but earlier there was like a brief moment where we see her talking to the assistant principal, and um, he says something like, are you going on your Omiai interview, which is is a Japanese thing where it's like arranged marriage interview. So basically, it's just like a more formal version of dating, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure all of the cultural subtleties there but yeah it's like a like a formal date uh so we see her on the omiai she's in a park she's in like a fancy kimono there's this guy there who looks to be like a businessman type mm-hmm. and they're talking to each other a little bit and he's like oh so you work as a teacher like uh, get to know each other first date chat and um then this random kid runs up to her accidentally runs into her it's like a little kid like elementary school aged and she's like how dare you touch me like she flips out she's super mad
1: (laughs) yeah she totally wrecks her chances here (laughs)
0: yeah the dude is like uh yikes a masked off moment, if you would. Which, why are you a teacher if you hate kids this much? Honestly, I do
1: have this theory. I think this is this applies to very, very few teachers. And I again, I've never had a teacher like this. I think there are some teachers that, like, hate kids and almost become teachers because they like to bully them. Yeah, I feel like that's,
0: that's a non-zero.
1: I think it's, like, very rare because, like, you can't actually live your whole life powered by hate. But my sister had a teacher that, uh, from what she told me about, it really seemed like he was like this
0: yeah who knows it's hard world out there then so basically yeah she screws up her omi. we see back at uh school um we see her talking to the assistant principal again and he's like so how did your day go and she's like oh he was he wa- i was too good for- he wasn't good enough for me oh but then she is secretly really pissed off and she's like brb i have to go scream in the bathroom <laughs> Relatable queen. <laughs> Also, this is another um, h- how many scenes in a bathroom does Yu-Gi-Oh have thing for our counter? This is number three. Three. What was number two? Oh, duh, uh, the money exchange. Yeah, the money exchange thing. Oh, shudder.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love how she's like, I feel bad, so it's time to wreck somebody else's day, which is very, really, unfortunately, relatable. Trying to work on myself
0: because she's so pissed off that she punches the bathroom mirror. This is an obscure joke, but I wrote down that um, she's living uh, that drill tweet. That's like, I just looked up stats and the number of meaningful relationships I've formed is less than the number of public restrooms that I have screamed in. <laughs> she's literally, it's its just exactly that specific drill tweet. And so then I was like, now I need to do like minor Yu-Gi-Oh villains drill tweet as drill tweets. We'll, we'll do it one day. Yeah. So um, then we're, we see the kids in class again. There's this whole thing where, is it because he's late? I forgot to write this bit down. But basically, Junochi comes in, and I think he says he was like, up late at night watching something or something like he's, that. He's uh, tried to be porn, probably. Yeah, Honda's <laughs> like, oh, was it porn? Which again, we're just establishing that apparently everybody knows <laughs> Junochi's like... <laughs> obsessed with porn movies it's crippling porn addiction uh, but that'll
1: never be addressed
0: R.I.P. i mean you know he's a 16 <laughs> year old boy like yeah <laughs> it's all right buddy <laughs> but no but the, he, he says no i was watching um hong kong action movies so that's another important genochi fact just that apparently he likes uh, hong kong action movies So um, Miss Chono, she's like, surprise, we're doing like a surprise desk inspection. So everybody take all your stuff out of your desk and we're going to check and see if you have anything that breaks the rules. Um, So she finds the puzzle in Genochi's desk. Oh, what's this? Like some kind of box? You're not allowed to have whatever this is. She takes it out. She sees it that it's a puzzle, and she's like, "Ooh, puzzle!" What a lot. And then um, Jinochi he's like, "That's not mine. I don't know where it came from. Somebody must have put it in my desk." Because we get a poor shot of Miyumi, where she just looks so embarrassed, too. Yeah. And then Anzu's like, "It's mine." She basically takes responsibility. She's like, "I put that in the desk," and she's thinking to herself, "I'll just explain all this with Jinochi later." Um, Ms. Chono's like, all right, well, I'm going to take you back to the like staff room and question you about this more. Mm-hmm. So we go there. And then I really, really like this scene. Anzu's really cool here. Yeah. She's basically just like, I don't think I did anything wrong because the rule against having a game at school is meant to prevent class from being disturbed. But my puzzle was in the box the entire time, didn't take it out. So it didn't disturb class. So... I may have basically, like, I broke the letter of the law, but not the spirit. Yeah, very good argument from her, yeah. The school rules are too strict. And then she's also like, for example, I don't think that you should ban students from having part-time jobs after school. I like the fact that they brought that back from the Burger World episode, the whole, like, you're not allowed to have a part-time job thing. Um, Miss Chenna's like, well, if you want us to change the rules you can why don't you do a survey of the other students and tell me what they think and like make a petition so basically uh, anzu gets her to agree to this idea that um she's going to make a petition and she's going to collect signatures from the school from the rest of the school and then if enough students sign a petition then the teachers will revise the school rules about the game thing and also about the part-time job yep so anzu and the rest of the squad they start, like, putting up posters around the school advertising for the rules to be revised, but then, basically, um, Ms. Chono is trying to sabotage them. You see that somebody, presumably her, when nobody was looking, had, like, put slogans over top of their posters that are, like, don't change the rules, which, like, this is how you know that, it's definite, that it has to be engineered by her, because, mm-hmm. like, what high school student would not be like, yeah let's make let's keep our rules rules
1: well i mean we see a little squad of bullies coming up and i think the thing is she has a she has a small underage simp squad unfortunately
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah so it's possible that they are blinded by lust to the point where they are okay with rules which tragic for teenagers you know
0: wasn't there also like, um yeah, what you said is, is true, this squad of bullies come up and they start yelling at Anzu, basically, who's trying to collect signatures, and they like rip up her petition, and Genochi actually gets in a fight with them, because he's trying to protect her, so then he gets in trouble for fighting, which is not allowed, but I thought that it was like, she's been asking these hoodlums to harass our good boy squad by they've done something wrong. And then she was like, you'll be excused for the thing that you did if you like do this for me. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like that. So um, she's talking to those boys about that in a in a staff room or something. And then Yugi is walking by and he overhears this. So he realizes that she was responsible for... The fact that his friends got beaten up and that triggers his Yami transformation. The Yami reveal moment in this episode is extremely cool. Yeah (laughs) I was
1: about to say this is my
0: favorite so far I think. He's like leaning up against one of the walls in the school like very looking super cool and casual. (laughs) It's just really good and then of course he he challenges miss chono to a shadow game. His terms are like if you win, um you can punish me like however you want. And she's like, "Great, cool. If I win, I'll have you expelled from school." <laughs> he explains the rules of the game. He says it's a jigsaw puzzle using mirrors. Mm-hmm. So he takes out these two mirrors that are like about the size of like a textbook or like a computer screen. They're not that big and throws them up in the air and they crash down on the table and they shatter into a bunch of pieces. Each of them have to put it back together in the same manner that you would put together a jigsaw puzzle. But also, they're supposed to be blindfolded. Both of them are blindfolded, and they're also wearing gloves so that they don't, like, touch the glass. And I'm obsessed with the visuals of blindfolded Yami with gloves on. (laughs) Like, I don't know, he just looks extremely cool. (laughs) I was really into this. It is a good... No, it is a good... This
1: is one of his better-looked episodes. It shows that he needs... Yami needs to experiment a bit when he gets into Yugi's body. He needs to, like, look more punk. <laughs> he needs to shake up his fashion sense. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So um, de- de- de, they're moving the puzzle pieces around and Miss um, Chono is like, well, he's blindfolded. So he doesn't know if I were to secretly take off my blindfold and cheat. Huh? I got it. I got it. That's what I'm going to do. Nobody would have thought of this. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she takes off the blindfold and she starts trying to put the thing together. Nope. He just knows because Shadow Game powers. He-, he can sense that she cheated. Yep. So we get, you know, the door of darkness has been opened. Okay, also, at this point, I noticed something. This is not even Yu-Gi-Oh related. But so, like, we've been hearing them say the door of darkness has been opened every time. But I was, like, listening a little more closely. And I noticed that the word for door in Japanese, I I guess it it sounded to me like it was Tobirama. And then I was like, that's the name of a Naruto character. And I was like, is the second Hokage's name just door? Door.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we're too bad at japanese to make that accurate but i would love
0: that if that was the case i think that's what i that's what it sounded like yeah tobi rama means the space between two doors that's what it says on the naruto wiki huh
1: well when you say it like that it sounds cooler than just door Space between two doors. Isn't that just like a room or like a corridor?
0: I think they mean like when you have double doors and you open them up, like in okay. between them. That's kind of how I'm visualizing it. So that also makes sense for Yu-Gi-Oh! If it's like the door of darkness has opened the crack between the door. Anyways, so the um, penalty game for Miss Chono is that she like has put together this mirror puzzle and then she lifts it up and then in the mirror her face changes mm-hmm. to a sort of evil halloween mask hag face and then that also becomes her face it's her face in real life and basically mm-hmm. yami is like you look so beautiful but you have like a wicked heart your inner ugliness is now reflected on the outside this vulnerable. is
1: what happens when you spend all of your time posting on a child free subreddit that's what you end up. i don't make the rules yami decided that
0: Mm -hmm. and um she's like oh no my face and uh she runs out and then that's kind of the end except for then our last little stinger scene is um jenouchi being like uh so what was the whole deal anzu with that puzzle and stuff anzu's like it was just a prank don't worry about it and jenouchi's like all right i'll just take this at your word and not question this at all (laughs) and then um we see Um, Miho and Anzu Miho's like, so what's the deal with the whole thing with Mayumi? Apparently in the time between when all this went down and now some other guy at school asked Mayumi out and um, so they were like, we better just not tell Junoji that she was into him because that other guy like he has no chance because that other guy is just like way hotter than
1: him. yeah no i think that's just like literally no i don't even think they say that i think they're more like oh they don't even know who he is they're like oh he's almost certainly better than joey
0: oh he's literally just like well anybody could be better,
1: better than joey really respect mayumi she must have had several and she was just like the joey thing didn't work out and she was like well i'll just confess to the other guy i have a crush on she just had him on rotation you know play in the field yeah yeah. And Yugi, Joey never even knows what's happening. He just literally he goes through life as usual he's just going to watch more porn tonight. He'll never even know. <laughs> yeah. And he almost knew the touch of a real woman.
0: <laughs> so. uh, what a tragedy. It's okay. He's um he will eventually date Yugi so it's fine. <laughs> That's in my head canon. <laughs> in in canon.
1: <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Either date Yugi or if you actually go with possible Yu Gi Oh! Hang- like, I think pr- he actually gets probably the c- couple that's closest to canon mm-hmm. with a woman who was introduced into a
0: monster. Yes, that, that is true. Oh, so I didn't do like fun facts or anything for this episode, but I did want to say real quick that this is just a fun fact. One of the things about this episode that I think is good is I, f- I think Miss Chono's voice actor like really kills it. She does really good as she's like, she goes from like shrill and sweet as she just has a really good like evil voice. And um, I looked her up and she is like an established voice actor. And um, one of the other things that she's been in is she's also Tsunade in Naruto.
1: Cool. Oh, I love her. Uh, playing mean milfs. Good
0: for her. Mm-hmm. Um, are, there, are there any differences between this and the manga? Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about the whole manga differences thing. Yeah, uh huh. The differences are pretty significant and important and interesting. I guess, actually, this we should discuss. This is actually the episode originally where Miho. This is the Miho from. one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, originally,
1: since I'm the Miho fan, uh, yes. <laughs> um, in the manga chapter, it's not a random girl who has a crush on Joey, it's actually Honda who has a
0: crush. This is where we meet Honda, I believe no it's not where we meet honda you meet honda in the first chapter but it's where we meet miho who in the manga miho is she's just some girl but this is where honda joins the gang it's not where we meet him
1: but this is where he becomes part of the friend yeah
0: and the chapter it the chapter opens actually with yugi and honda they're walking around and it's basically yugi thinking like He's he's, he's it basically it's such a situation where like your friend has a friend but you don't really get along with that other third person where he's thinking like I don't know Honda very well like we don't really get along but he's good friends with Genocchi who's like my closest friend so mm-hmm. and then Honda confesses there's a girl I have a crush on
1: and it's basically like Miho, she's supposed to be, they're like she's this very it's very different too because the way they describe her they're like she's very shy and quiet mm-hmm. and nice. And she like works at the library and Honda mm-hmm. has a crush on her because she has like this beautiful ribbon in her hair. So like yeah. very different personality. We don't really she barely talks in the manga chapter, but uh mm-hmm.
0: I don't think she talks at all. I think she literally has like no line like one line. So instead of yeah, so it's it's
1: instead it's the same like puzzle setup, but instead it's Yuki helping Honda confess to
0: Miho. And um, basically, they all like work together. They write this like really cheesy <laughs> letter, which is my beloved ribbon, which he calls her ribbon because she has a ribbon in her hair. You look perfect in your yellow ribbon. I love you more than anything in the universe from Hirodo Honda, which is like the corniest love letter of all time. It's kind of great. Oh, and he makes Yugi write it for him because <laughs> Yugi- and Yugi's like, I don't know what to say in a love letter. There's the whole thing with uh, yeah, Miss Chono comes in. She she breaks the bathroom mirror and shit like that. And uh, so basically, they start putting the puzzle together. She starts putting the puzzle together like in front of the whole class, and she's like, "Who gave it to you?" Yugi is like, "I did it. I'm the one who wrote the message." Genoki's like, "No, I'm the one who put the puzzle in her desk." And then Honda's like, "It was me. The letter is from me." All three of them are telling the truth. None of them are lying because they all work together to, like, give it to her, which is kind of cute. And then she's like, oh, well, how about I just finish the puzzle and then I'll know who signed the letter. But then um, Yami, like, activates, I guess, right there in the middle of class. Every time she puts a puzzle piece into the puzzle, it will fall from her face. Like, her face has also turned into a puzzle and it will reveal her, like, evil face. And, um, yeah, and that's it. They end. They don't have the whole petition subplot or anything I guess we see
1: uh Honda actually confessing to Miho yeah at the end of the episode and she turns him down (laughs) he gets rejected she's very polite about it, though. we see them like talking Miho just bows and goes away and Honda is kind of heartbroken and basically all of them are like better luck next time buddy and and at that point Honda kind of informally joins the group so much later yeah Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and yeah yet again that's the only time you see Miho and all of Yu-Gi-Oh in all of the manga yeah there's so they definitely were just like it's interesting because like there's actually a couple other one i guess she's the only other like one-off female named character so i guess they better than nothing but almost at that point they could have just made a totally new character but
0: i guess they were just like we can just use this this design and this name
1: i think they were like we need to give honda something to do and then it looks the manga where like honda has a crush on this girl so we'll elevate the girl yeah, again, I like a lot of Miho moments, so I think it's a net positive, but just weird how they reach that conclusion.
0: Uh, yeah, so I think that about finishes off what we have to talk about. Any, any fun facts or? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do fun facts. Oh, okay. So I did actually have an idea of something that we could do because mm-hmm. I was trying to think about like extra segments and I came up with this and I was like, okay, this is a good idea. But I don't know if you want to do this now, but basically like a little game that we could play. Because in the spirit of Yu-Gi-Oh, there must mm-hmm. be games. So do you want to do this thing that I prepped a while sure, ago? Sure, yeah. Okay, so to the listeners, Jenny has no idea what this is, so it's all, it's all me. I want to do this game thing, So, and my thinking is that we could call it Shipper on Deck, because haha, get it, deck. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know how Yu-Gi-Oh ships have the most ridiculous names? Yes. (laughs) How every pairing in the Yu-Gi-Oh fandom will just have like some random- Sometimes random, sometimes completely. Sometimes in some way related. Yeah. So my concept is what we do for this game is that I randomize the list of all Yu-Gi-Oh ships. And I guess who it is. And I give you the name and then I see whether or not you can guess what it is. Oh, hell yeah. 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 You might know it right away. You might not. If you do know it right away, you can get three points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if you don't, then you there's like two hints you can get where the first hint would be, I would give you the category. And then the second hint would be, I'll give you the justification for the name, but like rephrase to take out like who the characters are and shit like that. Okay. By category, I mean male-female, female-female, or male-male, yeah. <laughs> like AO3 category. Yeah, I
1: figured, yeah. That's, that's AO3 so gotcha. Yeah, so
0: that is something I did. So um, Let's go. Oh, and um, just to sort of keep with the podcast, I'm not going to include anything that's like between characters that hasn't shown up yet. Uh, oh, perfect. I was about to say, down. I was like, I feel like there's a lot of potential. Yeah, like I'm just going to skip that kind of stuff until later. Yeah. So the first um, potential ship that I have for you is... Do you know what coin shipping is? <laughs>
1: uh, coin shipping? What the fuck? Coin. Coins. What's coins? Um, and it's only people we've met so far, right? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would you like the category? Yeah, category. Category is female, female. Oh, well, easy. Mio and Aung because they're the only female- <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> Why is it called co- coin shipping, though? According to the Yu-Gi-Oh DM shipping list Tumblr, named so because unknown reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Coins! Oh, I gotta keep an eye out for future
1: episodes. Maybe I can't even think of like a coin-themed episode for either of them.
0: Yeah, there's literally nothing in any way coin-related that happens with either of these characters. I don't know. Is there, like, a better name, like, that you can come up with, though? Like, I can't think of anything. (laughs) You cannot. I can't think of anything, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay, do you want another one?
1: Yes, yeah. I do know some of them, so fingers crossed. Okay, how about this? Do you know what hair shipping is? Hair. Okay, I think one of them is probably Yugi because of his hair. (laughs) <laughs> I already know what the Yugi and Yami pairing is and it's not hair shipping uh who else has crazy hair um can you give me a ca- wait no it's it's probably male male it's not I know it's not that with
0: I will tell you you're correct about the category
1: yes okay um no it's not Joey I know it's not Yugi and Yami um uh <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe I haven't this. I guess it's Yugi
0: and Honda, maybe? Because Honda has stupid hair? Yeah, you're right. It's Yugi and Honda. It's called oh, okay. hair shipping. Okay. Actually, it's it's Yami and Honda, specifically. okay so half rights because you do have to differentiate which yugi i'll just give that one to you it's an explanation because they both have crazy hair and that's it well what it says word for word on the Yu-Gi-Oh dual monster shipping list tumblr is named so for unknown reasons and then they have put in under strike through. don't try to tell me it's because their hairstyles are the most out there <laughs> <laughs> okay fine Wiki.
1: and i'm like all right i won't Clearly <laughs> there's something personal there whatever you say <laughs>
0: Do you want to do, like, one more real quick before we- Yes,
1: yeah, probably have time for one more, yeah. Uh,
0: Do you know what- (laughs) This one is bananas, okay. Do you know what distrust shipping is? Distrust shipping?
1: Yes. Distrust shipping. And it- So this does include people that we
0: know? Yes, this is people, this is characters that we have met, yes. The category is? (laughs) (laughs) male. Male. Sorry, I've, I know that doesn't na- narrow it down very much, because there's not a lot of female characters, so... It helps a little bit. What is trust shipping again? Isn't that Seto and um... Is it a character we haven't met yet? Trust shipping is Seto and Ishizu, yeah. But this is distrust shipping.
1: I guess it must be, like, Seto and somebody. I know it's not Seto Yugi, because I know that shit name.
0: Do you want the hint of the justification?
1: It's the justification, <laughs> It's yeah. not going
0: to help at all. <laughs> okay, I'm
1: leaning towards something that's, like, really random, but you you tell me. just. Okay, you-
0: the justification is, and I'm taking out the character names, okay. Named so because X would be unlikely to trust Y. <laughs> it literally doesn't tell you anything that you couldn't have already gotten for the name. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm trying to think of two, ca- two characters that, like, haven't met in Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: What, you know what I mean? like it, You're on the right track. I almost want to say Seto and Honda, but they have met before. Um, mm. Maybe they're saying... I mean...
0: Yeah. I don't think you're going to get this one. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, just tell
1: me. Is it Seto and somebody,
0: though? Did yeah, I get- you're actually right that one of them is, is Seto, which is pretty funny, because I didn't even think about the fact that it means that he has a ship called Trust Shipping and a ship called Distrust Dis- Trust- Shipping. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've never funny? seen anybody ship this, and I can't remember if they've met or any interactions, but it's Seto and Shadi.
1: Oh, oh that actually, that
0: explanation kind of makes sense, then. It's like yeah, said Set- Kaiba would be unlikely to trust Shadi, which I'm like yeah, but like who is Kaiba likely to trust? Mm. <laughs> it's not exactly something notable about their relationship. Okay, well that's our that's our game, and um I think I can bring this back in the future, um mm-hmm. like when we don't have any like fun bonus stuff to talk about, or like just when I want something like random and fun. I would do. love that. This is very fun. All right. Okay. Um. So I think that's gonna be it for this episode. What's coming up next? What's Next up is Capsule Monsters. Oh, um, hell yeah. Wait, just the next time preview. It's Miho talking about how, like, somebody wants to date her and then they're going to play Capsule Monsters.
1: Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to meet one of my favorite characters.
0: <laughs> my little boy. <laughs> I want to see my little boy, whom I do associate with Capsule Monsters. We will not meet him yet, but we're introducing the game he's most
1: named- known for. We'll see. So fun
0: game fun game all right bye (laughs) bye thanks for listening to battle city broads if you have any comments you can contact us at battle city broad on twitter without the s or by emailing us at battlecitybroads at gmail.com